Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of uh, Simplifying the Sod, where we look at the Perasha of the week. This week, we will be reading the Perasha of Chaye Sarah. And uh, in Chaye Sarah, we start with uh, Abraham finding a place to bury to bury his wife Sarah, the purchase of Marat HaMachpelah. And then we have the long, long story in the Torah of Eliezer being sent on a mission to go find a wife for Yitzchak Avinu, and he meets Rivka, and we have this story repeated a number of times. We mentioned uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, how interesting it is to have the rabbis tell us that uh, Hashem loves to hear the stories of the of even the servants of the Avot more than 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 the halacha of us, where we take sometimes one letter to, to, to develop halacha, and here we have so many Pesukim telling us the story. And we have to look at the lessons that we have in the story. We have to remember there's 70 faces to the Torah. We could always find different lessons. We've discussed Eliezer in the past, but I want to look at, at, at this whole story in another way. We're going to do it this week with the help of Rabbi Pinchas Friedman. We're going to use the Gemara a number of places. We're going to look at the Zohar Kadosh, we're going to look also at, uh, at the words of, uh, of a number of other rabbis as we get through. And you'll see it's, it's really an interesting idea. The, the, the question that comes up is this. You know, we all go through life, we get criticized from time to time. Sometimes we get criticized so harshly that those words will never, never forget. They could burn a hole into us. We can get criticized when we're seven years old and we'll never forget those words. We can get criticized when we're 12 years old. We'll never forget those words. And and you could walk into a place, I remember walking into a place and a man saying something to me and my wife turned to me and says, wow, he really he really threw you. And And you know, the truth is, sometimes you get criticized and it hurts so much. How do you deal with that? So we're going to look at something this week, or something amazing with regard to Eliezer, how Eliezer deals with the criticism and the reward for Eliezer when he deals with the criticism. I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank everybody for sharing the podcast. Uh, I want to welcome uh, my my friend, A.B. Safdie, best friend, A.B. Safdie, who, uh, who called me on Friday. He told me he came upon the podcast by accident. He was listening to Rabbi Shlomo Farhi, and after the class, he got a suggestion, and he sees my picture, and uh, he listened. So, I guess uh, if, if my best friend doesn't know I have a podcast, a lot of people don't know we have a podcast, and we're not doing such a good job of advertising, so we're going to depend on you. If you like the podcast, give it a good rating, because I think that helps us get us higher in the, in the suggestions. And also, uh, please share the podcast with your friends, share it with your, with your family, anyone you think that's going to be interested. And we get to uh, fulfill the mitzvah of, of, of learning Torah and teaching Torah and spreading Torah. So let's begin. In this week's parasha, Parashat Chayesara, we read about this person, Eliezer. Now, we've, again, we mentioned, we, we discussed Eliezer in the past, his relationship with the Nachash, the Tikkun of the Nachash, but we're going to look at it a whole different way. And Eliezer this week is sent on a sacred mission to find a suitable bride for the son of Abraham Avinu, for Yitzhak. And from the very onset of his mission, the Torah reveals to us the character of this person, the servant, Eved Avraham, he calls himself. The servant of Avraham as he's delegated by Avraham. And the Torah tells us, Avraham zaken ba bayamim. 
Abraham is getting older, and Hashem blessed Abraham with everything. Abraham el Abdo, and Abraham turns to his servant. And how do they describe the servant Zakin Beto? He's the elder of his household, Hamoshel Bechol Asherlo, who rules over everything he has. And he makes him swear that he's by, by Hashem. That he's not going to take a woman from the daughters of Canaan, where he's living among. You should go to my land, to my birthplace, you should take Isha, a woman, for my son, Fitzhak. The Gemara in Yona in, in Yoma, it praises it praises uh, Eliezer, and it says Eliezer Eved Avraham, Eliezer the servant Avraham. He was an elder. Yoshev be Yeshiva haya. He's sitting in the Yeshiva. The rabbis tells us he was the Rosh Yeshiva. Shneemar it says Vayomer Avraham elavdo zaken beto hamoshel bechol hashelo who rules over everything he has. Rabbi Eliezer says. He rules over Shemoshel Batorah Rabo. He rules over. He has a mastery of the Torah of his rabbi. And who is he? The Mesik Eliezer. He is he is Eliezer, the servant of Abraham. And it's interesting that we have the word Damesik. So the Damesik we translate as Damascus. But the Rabbi Eliezer says Shedola Umashke. We have this word Damesik, and it, it's, it it reminds us of the word Mashke. Mashkeh is, 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 is drinking. So what does he do? He draws from his master. He draws in order to give to drink to others from the Torah of his master. So he takes the Torah of Abraham and he shares it. He spreads it with other people. What an unbelievable description of Eliezer. He's the Rosh Yeshiva of Abraham. He's the one who takes the Torah of Abraham and shares it with the others around him. The Midrash continues. And the Midrash tells us, what does it mean, Hamoshel Bechol Asher Lo? It's it, what he rules over everything he has. And the Midrash tells us that he's Shalit he, he He, just like Abraham rules over his inclination, so Eliezer is able to rule over his Yetzer, his inclination. But what's strange is even though we praise Eliezer so much. You know, we also have the stories of Eliezer when Abraham is going to war to, to, to rescue Lot. Who's the one who comes with him? Eliezer, Gematria of his name, 318. This guy really is there for Abraham all the time. And with all the praise that we have for Eliezer, what's so strange is Abraham describes Eliezer as Arur, cursed. Why? Because he descended from Canaan. We see later on, Eliezer has a conversation with Lavan concerning his mission. And it says, Va'omar el Adoni. And I said to my master, he's telling Lavan, Eliezer's telling Lavan what happened. He's saying, Ulai. And the, the interesting thing is, the Ulai, the word Ulai means perhaps. But the spelling in the Torah is Alai, upon me. Upon me. What is the reason? That we're missing a letter and we have this alternative view of this word. We're going to come to that. He says, Ulai, perhaps, lo telech ha'isha acharai. The woman's not going to come with me. I'm going to go up to, to Syria. I'm going to go up to your homeland. And what's going to happen? I'm going to try to bring a woman back. She's not going to come with me. 
And and so what do I do? God, who who's, he's sending his angel with you, and he's going to make you successful, and you're going to bring a woman for my for my son, from my family, and from the house of my father. Rashi then goes on to explain this word ulai, meaning elai. The word ulai, Rashi says, is spelled here as we said without the vav. And what does Rashi say? For Eliezer had a daughter, and he was searching for an excuse so that Avraham Avinu would tell him to turn to himself to marry his daughter to Yitzchak. Of course, you would imagine, he's the Rosh Yeshiva. He's the servant of Abraham. He rules over everything in his household. What does he want more than anything? His own daughter to marry Yitzchak. And what happens? Abraham says to Eliezer, in Rashi it says, my son is blessed, he's Baruch, while you are cursed, you are Arur. And one who is cursed, Arur, cannot join one who is blessed, Baruch. How do we understand that Eliezer is cursed? We mentioned that Eliezer is a descendant of Canaan. And we remember that Canaan, a couple of weeks ago, we read in Parshat Noah, after the incident with the, with the grapes, says that Noah, what does he do? Noah awakes from the wine. And he realizes, et asher what his youngest son, his smallest son has done. And he says, Arur Kena'an. And Kena'an is cursed. He should be a servant of servants, a slave of slaves to his brothers. Abraham, on the other hand, is descended from Shem. And we see that Noah, writes about Shem, Vayomer Baruch Hashem Elokeh Shem, Vayhi Kena'an Eved Lamo. Blessed is Hashem, the God of Shem, and Kena'an shall be a slave to them. And this is the message that, that Abraham is conveying to his servant Eliezer. Eliezer, I'm so sorry, but my son is Baruch. Well, you are Arur. My son is blessed. You are cursed. And the two of you cannot join together. Very, very harsh. We need to understand how Abraham, this person of Chesed, could do something that could inflict such terrible pain on Eliezer. Was there a better way to do it? So on the same day that Eliezer departs on his mission from Kiryat Arba, which is Hebron, he arrives in Haran. The rabbis tell us that this journey, which should have taken weeks, was shortened. He experienced kefisat haderech, a shortening of the path. And the Torah describes exactly how it went. He says, I came today to the spring. Rashid there, in the name of the Midrash says, Today I left, today I arrived. And Rashi says, from here we learn that the earth contracted for him. We mentioned in the past, maybe they were flying camels. We, he was able to get from one place to the other in the same same day, which was a journey of weeks. But on the very same day, we see that he experiences a spiritual transformation from one extreme to the other. We're going to see that Eliezer goes from this from this uh, aspect of Arur 
of cursed to an aspect of blessed. How? Very, very strange. Who's the one who's going to remove him from this arud state, this cursed state, to blessed state? None other than the brother of Rivka. And what does the Torah write? Ul Rivka, ach, Rivka has a brother. Ushmo Lavan. His name is Lavan. Lavan el And Lavan runs to the man outside. And when he sees the brace, the, he sees the nose ring on his sister and the bracelets on his sister's hands. And upon hearing the words of his sister saying, this is what the man spoke to me. He came to the man and behold, he says, the man is standing by the camels by the spring. And what does he do? Vayomer, and he says, Bo Baruch Amonai, come blessed one of God. Lama ta'amod bachutz, why should you stay outside? Va'anochi, interesting word for I. Va'anochi, I have. Paniti habayit, I cleaned out the house. Umakom lagemalim. The rabbis tell us he cleaned the house from Avodazarah. But he turns to him and he says to him, You are Baruch you are the Baruch of Hashem, the blessed one of Hashem. In Midrash, our rabbis find it incredulous that Lavan would address Eliezer, whom he does not know at all, with the title Baruch Hashem, blessed of Hashem. So the Midrash goes to explain. Amar Rabbi Yossi ben Rabbi Dosa. He says, Kena'an hu Eliezer? Kena'an is Eliezer. And what happened? By serving the Sadiq, who does he serve? Avraham Avinu. By serving him faithfully, he moves from the category of cursed to the category of blessed. Thus, Lavan says to him, Bo, come, come in, Baruch, blessed one of Hashem. If Eliezer, by serving the Sadiq, can be moved from the category of cursed to blessed, Imagine us, B'nai Israel, who perform acts of chesed. He says, we, we, how much does that affect us to raise us to this level of blessing? So the words of Lavan, Baruch, Bo Baruch Hashem, seems to have been ordained from above. He addresses Eliezer as the blessed of Hashem in order to reveal to the fact that in the merit of completing the mission faithfully, He's no longer categorized as cursed, but was now considered to be blessed. The Zohar Kadosh goes into greater clarity to explain it. We see in the Zohar, it tells us, Bo come and see. Eliezer Eved Avraham Eliezer, the servant of Abraham, of Abraham, was from the children of Canaan. And about Canaan, it says, Arur Canaan, Eved Avadim Cursed is Canaan, a slave of slaves he should be to his brothers. And since he was a faithful messenger, what does it say about him? Come, the blessed one of Hashem. And the Zohar continues, Baruch Hashem, Mamash. Blessed one of Hashem in reality. In reality. And therefore, this is written in the Torah because he was freed from the Klala, and he was blessed. And not only Velodai, 
לא שיצא ממנו אלא שנתברך בשמו של הקדוש ברוך הוא. Not only was he freed by it, but he was blessed with the name of the Kadosh Baruch Hu. And the Zohar continues, How does this come out of the mouth of Lavan? Ve'lamadnu, she'ba malach, an angel came. Ve'hichnis davar zeh, and he placed these words, Ve'piv shel Lavan, in the mouth of Lavan. Let us look at the beautiful words of the Sifat Emet. He says something marvelous. He says that there was a message in Noah's curse to Canaan of how to get out of the curse. He says when Noah tells him that a slave of slaves you're going to be onto your brothers, he's saying, Arur Canaan, you're cursed. But there's a way to remedy this. 